stay shroomed 24-7. Visit shroom.com for the best in shrooms. Stay shroomed 24-7. Listen to shroomed podcast. Visit shroom.com for the best in shrooms. Hey, Shroom Fram. It's me, Shroomed, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Shroomed podcast. Uh, today is going to be an exciting episode. Just want to talk to you uh, more about my journey, um, a DMT story that's actually pretty pretty intense um, that helped me along with my journey. I'm going to talk to you about Alan Watts. You may have heard of Alan Watts. Um, we could talk about him, the psychedelic and mushroom renaissance. Uh, back in the 60s, 70s, and then now what we're seeing today um, with, the, with the resurgence of, of the mushroom boom, some people call it, and shroom culture just uh, really taking a front seat right now. Um, you know, I'm seeing it being heavily in the industry. Um, I have a big convention next week in Las Vegas, the Champs, Champs Glass Counterculture Convention. So if you guys are out there, I would love to, to meet new people, meet everyone in the industry out there. But, um, you know, I have a product launching and, and seeing a lot of copycats coming up, um, you know, after I've talked to people about my product. So that's exciting. And I love it because I love competition. And I really know that nobody has my story. Nobody has, you know, my journey. And nobody has the passion that I put into this project and this, this company, this brand, Shroom. Um, Shroom.com is really going to be something that everyone is going to know, um, hopefully by the end of the year, but definitely by the end of the next couple of years. Shroomed is a brand that's not going away. Um, I look at it as going to be, you know, a brand like you look up to the cookies for cannabis, certs, uh, runs, brands like that. I really want to be a high um, up there brand and, and not in the psychedelic sense, but just in the whole mushroom as a whole. Um, functional, legal, medicinal, you know, psychedelic, all mushrooms. Uh, mushrooms have been a part of us for our whole lives. Some say that we were created from mushrooms. Um, there's lots of folklore, you know, with that information. So I definitely know that mushrooms have helped me in a tremendous way. Um, not only psychedelic, but all mushrooms. And really shroomed is breaking the stigma. I want people to wear shroomed and, and see people wearing shroomed and be like, hey, you know, just like how you, when you wore cookies back in the day, you knew someone who wore cookies and you were like, hey, you just, you just give them that nod and you really know that they're, they're part of, part of the culture and part of the scene and, and really, you know, trying to pioneer this. And that's really what I'm doing is trying to pioneer, working with a lot of great people in the industry. Um, CeeLo Products out of Bakersfield is a great guy. If you guys uh, follow him on Instagram, um, you can find him through my Instagram, but he's a great guy in the medicinal um, he actually won the Hyphy Cup up in um, Oakland. So, yeah, just meeting great people, making great connections, the right connections um, is how we're going to push Shroom, you know, forward. So with that being said, I just want to talk to you guys, um, you know, about my journey. So two years ago, as most of you know, I stopped drinking. Um, during COVID, I started drinking a lot. During the pandemic, I was working from home, got really comfortable and just started drinking um, you know, first it started in the afternoon, then it started earlier and earlier. And then, you know, by the time I was waking up and, and going and drink, uh, my drink was Hennessy. I loved it. Um, so until one day, you know, after actually my dad had passed away, so I started drinking even more. 
Um, and then decided, you know, with my little, you know, my wife was like, you need to stop drinking. And my family was like, you know, I think there might be an issue here. So I ended up, uh, you know, going back to mushrooms and, and really getting help from them. Um, started microdosing, taking mushrooms when I would go out and it really helped me. And, and now I'm two years later, not drinking. So I don't mention this a lot of times, but I do want to talk to you guys today that uh, there was a DMT experience in, in there. Um, so mushrooms did help tremendously, which mushrooms are only one chemical off of um, dimethyltryptophan. Um, so mushrooms are very close to um, DMT, um, as some as you may have taken mushrooms and have taken DMT and really can almost get similar effects um, if taking the right dosage or strains of mushrooms. So my DMT experience, um, I had, I had a DMT pen, um, you know, for, for a year or two, um, and just been holding on to it. I would, I would take a couple of hits here and there, um, but not really, as they say, blast off. So I would, I would close my eyes normally when I would take it. Um, and I was drinking at the time, you know, when doing this too, and I would just take some hits and I would close my eyes and get some amazing visuals. I would, you know, start to see colors and different colors and shapes um if you go back to like that game snake it was like snake in my mind and just going through different levels and different colors that i've never really seen it's really hard to describe um just bright neon colors so and this is just taking you know one hit um so during my journey when i actually start stopped drinking um we had some friends over and you know they're drinking and stuff so i was like you know i'm just i'm out of time right now i think i just want to blast through like i really want to you know, take three good hits, like they, like Terrence McKenna says to take. Um, so what I did was I, I told my wife, like, hey, I'm going to go into the other room and take a few big hits of this of the DMT pen. So I go in there, um, you know, I start with one, then I go with two, and then I get some, I start to see those, those effects, how it usually starts off. Um, and then the third one, I just, it took a good, good third rip. And I just, I start seeing the same images in my eyes or in my head, I'm, I close my eyes and I, I'm seeing these images and they're becoming more vibrant, more clear, more faster. Um, and then I'm like, oh, wow, this is getting intense. So I open my eyes. And at that time when I open my eyes, I'm seeing the same thing I'm seeing in my head. So I'm just like, oh, no, I, I really thought I messed up. So I, I come out the room. I'm just like, I fucked up. You know, I fucked up big time. And I, I run, I'm screaming, telling my wife, like, I, I fucked up. I think I did something bad. I'm never coming back. And all this time, I'm just trying to walk through the house. And and I have other friends there that didn't know I took this. So they're just like, what is going on? So I, you know, walk through and I, I'm walking through webs. I feel like I'm walking through webs of energy, webs of like um, geometric shapes. I'm just trying to like walk through this stuff because I'm, I'm opening my eyes and I'm seeing this. So then I, I go outside and I walk through my, uh, I slide my, my sliding glass door was open and I walked through, but it, it looked like it was still closed because I'm just seeing all this stuff in front of me and it was nighttime. So then I go outside and then I, I just try to get some fresh air and I look up and I just immediately just start crying because I see everything connected in the sky. And, and normally it was a dark night that night, but I, when I, after I took the DMT, I could see every star in the, in the atmosphere, I could see every star. Um, every constellation I can really, if I knew, you know, what constellations they were, I think I'd be able to tell you because I could just see them all blinking at me and really, it looked like a map in the sky. Um, and that's when I knew right there, like, we are not alone. Like we're, we're all connected. Um, I could see these webs of connections between me and my wife. 
And, you know, I just felt a sense of peace at that time. I just, my head was just, I just felt super, super peaceful, just super like, at that moment, I was like, I'm never afraid to die. Like, it's like, it's so crazy because like, it just, it just overwhelms you at that time. Um, when you're just seeing all this, these beautiful images, I'm looking, I have a lavender plant outside and I was staring at it and it just turns into the most magical just being and all my trees outside, I'm in California, just all my trees started just expanding and, and, and started breathing, like they say, and just, it was amazing. So that was when I broke through and I really know something happened to me because the next, the next day, you know, I used to be really just hard headed, just really would only like one certain kind of music was only like listen to rap or like just some rock or something hard. And the next day, and, and one type of music I hated was country. Like I always hated country. And the next day, the next weeks, I'm just like, we, we're listening to country at home. And I'm just like, wow, I really like this music. And it's just, it's amazing to see like all these, these positive changes that, that I feel like, yeah, it is an eco debt, you know, that's how I know that my is because of um, the DMT. And excuse me, my dog's here, but um, I want to continue the story. So it is definitely um, something not to be played with. Um, you definitely do not want to, you know, take DMT very lightly. Um, it is a spiritual molecule. It is something that, you know, you shouldn't go after and try to find it. Um, you shouldn't go after. So, like I said, DMT is not something that you go out and look for. It's something that comes to you, and that's how it, I got it. Um, so, it shouldn't be sold where it's being sold right now. People are selling it um, at the smoke shops, the corner markets, and it, it's definitely not intended for that. It's really going to mess up the decrim that we have right now. I think the way that we are, you know, treating this um, the substance, you know, it should not be sold to kids right now. And it is, it's being sold at sessions and things like that. So one thing that shroomed, um, that I'm doing is just really educating, um, something else right now that they're, they're selling at smoke shops and, and corner markets is Amanita muscaria, um, gummies. Um, and now I'm not knocking Amanita muscaria, the, the mushroom at all. I mean, it, it's part of my logo for God's sake. Uh, but Amanita muscaria is not a mushroom to be played around with. It's not a mushroom to be taken lightly. It's not a mushroom to be taken from your smoke shop where there's um, unregulated Delta-8, unregulated um, cannabis products. Um, and they're doing this because Amanita muscaria is legal in all 50 states, but Amanita muscaria does not have psilocybin. This is the big, um, you know, they're confusing people. They're, they're making people think that there's psilocybin in these mushrooms when there's not. They're telling them and it gives you the effect of a high, like a weed high. But the, the side effects of Amanita muscaria are psychosis. There's death. Um, you know, this isn't, a, this isn't a mushroom that should be really played around with, um, especially the different strengths, the different um, types, different strains. Um, there's a lot of different variables in, in taking a Amanita muscaria. It has to be prepared correctly. And, um, you know, at the, at the National Psychedelic Convention, there was actually a vendor there selling Amanita muscaria. And we asked him where he was getting it. And he said he was getting it from Ukraine. And that was frightening um, that he was getting mushrooms sent from Ukraine um, to his um, wholesale distributor and distributing them to these smoke shops. Um, and that right there should not be done. They should not be selling dry Amanita um, at the smoke shop. So um, if you are at a smoke shop and see Amanita muscaria, you need to tell them that they should not be doing this. Um, it's going to really hurt someone and really get people away from mushrooms and really going to hurt the industry. 
Um, and if you're a part of doing this right now, please stop. Um, you know, just wait. <laughs> you know, just wait. If you're really wanting to get into the game, then get into the game, you know, the right way with, you know, these mushrooms that are really helping people. I know Amanita is helping people, but the way that you're, you're marketing it and um, the way that you're distributing it and the Champs is going to be full of it next week and it's just not right. So I'll do my best in, um, you know, stopping people from uh, buying this for their smoke shop. Um, so those are a couple of things that I just want to talk about before I talk to you a little bit more. Um, I really want to talk about the psychedelic uh, renaissance and how we got here and, and really, um, you know, where it's going. Um, so shroom culture, it's, it's been a part of us for, you know, a long time. Um, the concept using them for spiritual and therapeutic purposes really took off in the 20th century. Um, it started with the philosopher writer Alan Watts. Um, he popularized Eastern philosophy and spirituality in the Western world. In the 70s, um, you know, the Grateful Dead actually played a major role in popularizing um, the use of magic mushrooms as well in the counterculture movement. Um, but I want to talk to you a little bit more about um, Alan Watts. Um, and let's go over to Alan Watts here, because he was definitely a huge um, part of the psychedelic um, renaissance. Let's see here, where's my tabs? All right, here we go. So Alan Watts uh, was born in England, 1915. Uh, he became known for his writings and lectures on Zen Buddhism and Eastern spirituality. He was an advocate for the idea that true freedom comes from um, embracing uh... All right, sorry about that, guys. Um, so Alan Watts was born in England in 1915, and he became known for his writings and lectures on Zen Buddhism and Eastern spirituality. He was an advocate for the idea of true freedom comes from embracing the present moment and experiencing life without the constraints of the ego. Watts' interest in Zen Buddhism began during his time as a student at Seabury Western uh, Theological Seminary in Illinois. He eventually left the seminary to focus on writing and lecturing about Zen and other Eastern philosophical ideas. Throughout his career, Watts wrote numerous books and delivered many lectures that helped introduce Eastern spirituality to the Western world. He was one of the first who popularized Zen Buddhism in the United States and was instrumental in the spreading teachings beyond the traditional Buddhist community. Uh, Watts' ideas and influential in development of the counterculture movement of the 1960s and 70s, and his writings continue to inspire around the world. In his books and lectures, uh, he encouraged people to question their beliefs and speak to a deeper, deeper understanding of themselves and the world around them. Uh, Alan Watts passed away in 1973 at the age of 58, uh, but his legacy lives on through writings, lectures. Um, there's podcasts about him now. Um, so that's Alan Watts. 
and then let's talk a little bit about more about the um, the mushroom culture journey here. So mushrooms that have been a part of human culture for thousands of years, um, like I said, the concept for them uh, being used for spiritual and therapeutic took off in the 20th century. Um, in the 1970s, the Grateful Dead played a major role in popularizing the use of magic mushrooms in the counterculture movement. The band's fans, known as Deadheads, would often consume mushrooms at concerts and on their travels, leading the creation of a tight-knit community centered around the use of psychedelics. Fast forward to the present day, we are witnessing a new mushroom boom. With the rise of the wellness and natural health movements, people are rediscovering the benefits of mushrooms and incorporating them in their daily lives from coffee, chocolates, teas, um, elixirs, um, stacks like I have. Um, the potential benefits of mushrooms are being explored and utilized like never before. Um, this resurgence of interest in mushrooms has also led to a growing awareness of the therapeutic uses of psychedelics, including psilocybin. Um, researchers are studying the potential of psilocybin to treat a range of mental health issues, um, including depression, anxiety, PTSD, addictions, um, cigarette addiction. Um, despite the growing popularity of shrooms, the legal status, um, you know, is still controversial, um, but this culture is still continuing. Um, you know, the, the, today the Grateful Dead still remain an influential part of the popular culture and the mushroom culture, um, it still continues to evolve and expand. So you still see kids now wearing Grateful Dead shirts that never even probably heard the music. Um, so shroomed, um, like I said, we're not going anywhere. Just wanted to talk to you a little bit, give you some updates. Uh, we're going to be at the counterculture convention next week at Champ. So um, it's a fitting convention to have for, this, um, for shroomed. So thank you for tuning in. You guys have a great day. Um, you know, remember to, to breathe, remember to, you know, just be happy. Um, you know, microdose, guys. Take some time for yourself, uh, family, pets. Um, you know, this year's going to get crazy. Um, it's already crazy. So, um, you know, psychedelics and mushrooms got people through the pandemic and through some rough times. So I think we're really going to need it here in the, in the short term and long term. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to Shroomed. You guys have a great day.